0: Right club. Be the right club today. Yes.
1: Yeah, I mean that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. Solly here, fall series, one hour or less challenge. Can we do it? TC is here. Hello, TC. Can we do it?
2: Yes, we can. And we will, Solly.
0: <laughs> I have no, no faith that we will be in, a, in under an hour. Kevin Van Valkenberg is here. Hello, KBV.
1: Solly, you are not going to believe my chest moves 32 through 37 uh, <laughs> at the end of this pod. I am, I've been waiting all week. To, no, I'm, I'm fine.
2: <laughs> well, you better make them quick. Okay, that's, yeah. all I, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> None no, of the is very t- that, oh, that time right. chess
1: where you have to slap the <laughs> the, uh, the the clock when you're as soon as your move is done. Yeah. If it was time chess, Phil would not be doing faring
0: so well at it. If he's only on chess move six out of thirty-seven, uh, then th- th- he is of course referring to a Phil tweet, which I believe we'll get to. Uh, you know, I thought about this, TC. I thought about making you do this ad read here because uh, you're such a young Tom Kim hater. And, uh, you know, I I thought it would be such a hater, extreme hater. But this episode is brought to you by our friends at Titleist, the tee to green choice of Mr. Tom Kim. He made it back to back victories in Vegas with his Pro V1X golf ball and full bag of Titleist equipment. That's, of course, the TSR3 driver, the new T-Series irons, four Vokey SM9 wedges and his Scotty Cameron putter. Uh, He's always been a Pro V1X player, gives him a higher flight and spin. The spin control he's looking for, especially with the irons. Uh, he said he loves the sound and the feel of the X coming off the club face. Uh, he had the Pro V1X on a string this week, gaining more than seven shots on approach shots. He's got a full set of new T100 irons in the bag, just like the big guy. Uh, was not expecting to, to see for that to be the parallel, but that's what that's what we got here, uh, along with his new T200 three iron. Also a great uh, video on the Titleist YouTube channel of uh, his first range session with the new T-Series models. You should check that out. They've been absolutely killing it with the uh, just the raw, authentic content. Michael Kim, great video they had uh, as well this week. But best players in the world are playing a golf ball and equipment setup that's optimized for the way they play the game. If you haven't been fit, you are not playing your best golf. Head to Titleist.com to start the process. Um, so TC, let's just I'll start with you. I mean, we can go any direction you want, but is Tom Kim still a fraud in your eyes?
2: Listen... <laughs> i'm not sure like all right so first of all he's been a pro for five and a half years okay
1: really yeah really he turned pro at 15 he He did he he turned
2: pro in uh spring of 2018 playing the philippine golf tour so uh, you know again he's a wily veteran i don't know why we're making i and like who can be sure that he's really 21 there it is he's won two mule he's he's, he he defended his title at this mule event which we can get into the shriners because i have some questions there as well
1: shriners is for kids so he might be a kid (laughs) pretending to be an adult here i don't know
2: you know like it could have been a false flag thing just like the lexi thing Uh, that's all i'm saying guys so no i mean obviously i don't really know what you're saying i don't know what the the (laughs) thesis was there impressive win Whatever, like it's fine. Like I, like I, he, I think he's an above-average PGA Tour player. He's a obviously a fantastic iron player. I don't know. I'd like to see.
0: Like to see. Like see what. Like see what. Let's. I'd like this. to see some big dick events. <laughs> he's tried not to accriminate himself. I'd like to <laughs> he see some big, big dick at events. The open. I don't he even. Ca- second at the open. He's I don't even 21. care.
2: I don't even care about this take that much. Like I'm not all that passionate about like <laughs> tying up a bunch of like personal capital on this take. It's, it's like it's it's, it's, like, it's not it's a good take. Keep. Did you did you guys see how fucking slow he played? <laughs> there you go. It was All right, crazy there it is. Deflect. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I mean, it was. Is not- he a
1: particularly is he a particularly slow player? Because I had a couple of people in my mentions asking about that, and I, I not had picked up on that. And maybe it was. Did, uh, I mean, shit.
2: Watching today, it was painful. Like, it was tough. It, not good. And and listen, it was a it was a rotating cast of mules. There was twenty to twenty five different mules that popped up throughout there and Ludwig Ludwig was was in there as well but the only reason Ludwig's okay. playing is because he has to improve his status because he's only been a pro for for like four months right despite being how old is, is Ludwig now 23 okay he turns twenty
0: twenty four here uh, uh do you know when his birthday is TC I don't it is you know Halloween, his birthday is? October 31st. He's turning 24 <laughs> here in a couple of weeks. I was hoping you would know that, but, uh, all jokes aside. I mean, Tom had a kind of a struggle start to the year that I think it prompted the question. I was hoping you would at least fall back on, you didn't call him a fraud. You asked if he was a fraud, you asked when it, we can have the conversation. Exactly. Seeing you up to at least handle that one. All right. But I listen. can't keep it all straight. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> Since uh, he finished T8 at the uh, U.S. Open this year, he finished T6 at the Scottish, T2 at the Open Championship, ever heard of it, uh, T24 at FedEx, 10th at uh, BMW, 20th at Tour Championship, 18th BMW PGA, T6 in France, and now wins uh, again in the fall. He's had an incredible stretch of golf, uh, capping off his third PGA Tour victory at the age of 21. Only Tiger Woods got there faster. Uh, just it's, it's pretty remarkable. I, I'm with you. I don't know how high his ceiling is, I'm kind of shocked at how much he has elevated his play into 2023 from 2022 in terms of the numbers and the strokes gain and all that stuff and uh, a win to kind of validate that. Um, I'm a huge Tom Kim fan. I think he's got a great personality. I don't hate him for for no reason like TC. Where, where, I I, what?
2: Yeah, I don't <laughs> hate him. Listen, I have like nothing against Tom Kim other than he plays slow and his agent seems like so thirsty.
1: <laughs> what, what kind of emotion does, uh, does Tom Kim draw to you, Kevin? So, I actually, DJ and I got to hang out with Tom and Max uh, a little bit for the Titleist shoot when we were out there before Riv, right after we did my fitting, and was super funny, like, loved chopping it up with him and Max, we were joking, I was like the caddy in this whole segment, we were laughing back and forth, Tom kept, like, You know, this there was a one club challenge. He kept saying, "You know, what? uh, Well, what? What do you recommend on this club?" And I'm like, "Ah, I guess it's six iron, bud." It was like, you know, pretty funny. And then the next day, like two days later, I, uh, yeah, we were. I (laughs) thought we were bonded. We're, you know, we were laughing it up. We're high fiving. He was asking me to read putts. And then I walked up to him on Sunday, and I was like, "Hey, Tom!" Like I asked you a quick question. I got this like story I heard about this anecdote, and he was like, "Who are you?" I was like. (laughs) i was like tom it's me i we literally i was your caddy on monday like we did the whole thing and he was like what and i was like i was your caddy in the whole one club challenge thing oh, oh yeah oh yeah sure yeah yeah you i was like wow i i've got a pretty forgettable I'm face caddie, sir. he's yeah, done that so. with me like five times i have
0: had to introduce myself to him so many times that we've done i think multiple podcasts together so don't uh, don't take it too personally
1: but oh, no you, literally like now you that i like People, people like come up to me all the time and are like, "Kevin, we met at such and such event." And I'm like, "Yeah, man, I, that's sure. I bet we did." So, <laughs> I understand the the crush of fame, Tom. Kevin, I've experienced it myself personally. <laughs> The path to getting there, it was it was a fairly
0: good back nine watch today. Tom Kim birdie the 12th and the 13th holes, to get to 19 under par. Adam Hadwin made birdies on 12, 13, and the 15th hole. Uh, young Tom Kim on the on the drivable 15th, hits it way right, uh, has a really tough up and down, and stole a birdie out of that one, made a 12-footer to get it to 20 under par. That was par. nasty. That was a
2: nasty shot. That
0: was awesome. Uh, Sixteen. He totally did really? take
2: 26 practice swings, but it was a nasty <laughs> shot. That's a cool hole. <laughs>
0: 16 uh really fun par front professional golf par five um i mean he's again not a long hitter neither is really adam Hadwin, but he had 207 in it was uh they, they lingered on that shot for a long time so pretty good drama uh you know it's a, a a shot somewhat similar like 12 at augusta like you you, you got to play to the fat part of the green anytime you try to like leak one towards the pin you're gonna pay a heavy price kim barely covered the water with what looked like a six iron hits green and two Hadwin, the pressure's on down one Kim on the green putting for eagle just hits a wipey fade right into the water and makes bogey. Can't, Tom had three-putted for par actually from there had to make a 5-footer to save par but hits a big boy shot to the center of 17 green uh and then goes on to uh to to cruise to victory uh as ha- he had a two-shot lead at that point. Hadwin drains a 25-footer on 18 to make an extra 400 grand uh and, and steal 100 grand out of the the pockets of Alex Noren, and Taylor Pendrith. Country music sensation Eric Sol with another chart topper, Eric Cole. Cole with another,
2: another Cole uh, with another <laughs>
0: chart topper. Crossover
2: <this> week. star <laughs>
0: this is uh, Eric Sol r b with his his new single "Boys Trip to Vegas" uh, chart uh, t- tops the charts yet again. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, fall series event. Look, let's not let's not pretend it was more than uh, a
1: decent little even, Sunday evening watch. Would you guys like if this course had a bunch of like good players on it? I mean, not good, obviously, but like top 30 players, do you think it would be exciting or is it part of the fact that it's mules that makes this like mildly interesting at the end? Like if you were at Rory hitting nine iron into that same, you know, 16, would it, would it be as sort of thrilling?
2: I think it's better than like a lot of the courses on tour and it's always plays pretty firm. It seems like okay. too fairways, especially maybe that's just, you know, it's out in the desert fall time of year. For me, it just it just falls flat because it's such a there's no atmosphere, there's no environment whatsoever. I mean, and it it, like I like and and that's what like I don't get, I don't get what this tournament is like. It like it doesn't have a title sponsor. The title sponsor is the charity, right? And like I just like I can't add up how they're actually making money for the charity, if they're floating this eight and a half million dollar purse. It's always been a big purse, like all through the years, and. There's nobody there. There's not a whole lot of corporate hospitality. Like, it doesn't seem like it makes any sort of a splash or any waves in Vegas whatsoever. It's not on TV the first two days. It's on ESPN Plus, even. Like, I, I just I don't understand was, how this works. It was works. on TV
0: in the evening. It, the okay. DJ Tour Live was on ESPN yeah. Plus in the early part. Yeah. But, but
2: like, it just doesn't. I just don't understand how it works as like a going concern as far as the goal is to be a- I, I feel that way about most of pro golf though so i don't i don't know what's specific about this event but no but but like you know a corn fairy tour event or you know like it's like sanderson farms like you know that that that's in jackson mississippi because there's a bunch of corporate support from sanderson farms there and they're bringing clients in or the john deere classic like all those events whereas this one like I don't know how they're making any money for the charity, and it's not just like this this white elephant, you know.
0: I, I'm I'm guessing if they've done it for this long, the the they've figured that part out, or they figured the value out, on if they have donors out, you know, in in the hospitality, or, uh, you know, if it, it's to raise i i it's to raise awareness for the hospitals, or what, however you judge the value of that, and and kind of raise donations through that. Don't have the answer for you there, other than to say. I would guess they thought of that. I don't know. That's probably, it's probably, probably on the list of things that they're, uh, that they're looking at on an annual basis, but who could say,
1: do you have any remembrance of like I, Bryce? I'm looking at the past winners and like Bryson beat Patrick Cantlay in 2018. I, I want to say I, I could remember that, but I have no zero memory of that whatsoever. Seems like I. that would have been a sort of a memorable moment in uh, up and coming good golfers, but none
2: yeah it's just a weird deal like all like kind of all the way around because it seems like vegas would be like you know do it right have a big tournament mm-hmm. out there guys would easy place for people to get to easy place for you know have a good field i don't know it's just strange and then you got the guys with the little fez caps in the booth those are sick. those are yeah. sick Fest
0: Fez caps are sick. Um, we need to make that for the next apology round instead of the uh, the fedora. As I have to wear the fest cap for next time Tom Kim wins. TC, I need you to wear that
1: uh, hat on the pod. It'll
2: probably, it'll probably be this week, next year.
1: <laughs> TC needs to drive one of those little cars around. Have you ever seen the Shriners in the parades? They drive the little teeny cars. Like
0: <laughs> A past uh, person that was the lead of a lot of debates, Alex Noren, finishes T3. Um, JT Poston, uh, yeah, he's got to win one of these. He is born to win one of these fall events. Like, he is uh, the perfect player for these things. He continues to play really good golf. Joel Damon, top 10 uh, at T7 as well. Uh, Ludwig Aubert with a T13, including a final round 62. TC, the only non-mule in the event. That, that probably He was probably performer of the week, I think it was pretty fair to say, right?
2: Uh, one, you know, among them. No, I like, and you know, like a lot of these guys were starting inside the top 50, like Tom Kim, Adam Hadwin, uh, JT, uh, Cam Davis, like all those guys are finishing inside the top 50. So they're, they're playing, you know, for something else. Cause I think that's something else with this event. They always run into daylight issues, seemingly like, especially the first two rounds, even though they cut the field down and, they got to figure out the categories and the like exemption or the, not the exemptions, but the, like, like who gets in too, because there's, there's certain young guys that like didn't get in, but they're in Zozo next week. And they're going off of two totally different priority lists when this entire fall series was basically conceived of to get guys to be able to improve their status heading into 2024. How does someone like Tommy
1: Ganey still have status? In it's a, crazy. And in then like events.
2: and then guys that are like 80th on like this year's FedEx Cup points list can't get into the event or are, are on the alternates list. It's nuts. This whole thing's it, taped together. It is
0: a weird Hybrid year in doing. Um, Tommy Gainey got a sponsor exemption, by the way, um, from oh, m- wow. m- yeah, of m- m- not otherwise exempt. Uh, you know, it is it's it's naughty Santa season. Uh, you know, I, I, t-
2: I feel I feel like the Pol- you know Polk <laughs> County in Vegas. There's some there's some parallels.
1: playing bad Santa.
2: He's
0: <laughs> it be bad Santa for Halloween. <laughs>
1: This is a children's event for God's sakes.
2: I'm sorry. Tommy Ganey's got his got his caddy dressed up like an elf. He's got his uh, He's you got to Google in, Operation. In he's just gonna pull off one last job.
0: <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, you gotta Google Tommy Ganey Operation Naughty Santa.
2: Santa's Santa's naughty list.
0: Santa, is that what it was
2: yeah yeah okay
1: <laughs> all right uh, we're keep this on track we gotta keep the keep the hour, hour promise going we're
2: 16 minutes in we're a quarter of the way through this thing
1: uh
0: we had uh you know at, at fun human said as tom kim replaced finau as the mule slayer uh I, i'm fine with that we can go with that we'll, we'll run with that um and then uh, a question from Doc B's. Uh, this is for TC. It says Ludwig Morikawa, Homa Morikawa. Uh, sorry, Ludwig Morikawa, Homa McElroy. Who wins the most majors from now until the end of their career?
2: That's a great question.
0: You got to balance a couple takes here, TC, because you got Morikawa yeah. at eight, six majors between no, now and twenty twenty
2: six. I'm off that. I don't. Okay. Yeah. I'll 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 take the L on that one. <laughs> I'm underwater on that. <laughs> I'll say Ludwig. <laughs> I mean, okay. he's twenty. He's only okay. twenty three. Max is in his early thirties. Rory's aging. Murakawa doesn't seem to be a killer. You know, it's, a, it's an interesting.
0: Yeah. It's a crazy interesting exercise, right? Is like, is Ludwig going to be like Rom? Like, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm hopeful that that's like his ceiling. If that's the case, it's definitely Ludwig there. That's also could be wildly. I mean. The thing with Ludwig and we with I've thought a lot about this, it's like I uh I, I think the world of his potential. I also am like I'm struggling to marry up like what I think of pro golf and the direction it's heading in terms of distance and not see Ludwig as being a case study of like, yeah, he's just gonna dominate driving and like if he does the rest okay, he's gonna put up crazy good numbers. And it's kind of like, ah man, I just wonder about the, the emphasis on driving, uh, skill. That's a, Maybe that's a topic for another week, but I, 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 mean, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to translate. Yeah, but he's maybe. like,
2: he, but he's like wildly accurate too. Yeah, I know. You know, it's not just like it's distance with him. And he, you know, he shot 62 today. He's up to 95th in standings, um, after, you know, basically not playing until June. Uh, you know, KH Lee was floating around up there. Isaiah Salinda, Monday at in Great, great, performance this week good to see chess and hadley it's um, top 10
0: for Selinda to get uh, yeah. another start
2: so that gets him into mexico worldwide technology well, i believe so yeah which is shaping up to be a pretty good field i think down there here in a few weeks lonto griffin sighting you know cam champ was kind of in the mix and then fell off uh yeah i don't know it was just a weird well let's move on let's let's yeah. move on we got there's plenty to talk about here lexi thompson
0: had a sponsor's exemption. TC hated it. Uh, he's he, he was him and VJ both hated it and threatened to withdraw from the <laughs> tournament uh, because there's a woman out there playing. Uh, she this, ended up finishing three shots off the cut line. Uh, what, I, I, I'll just, I'm not even going to float the question. I'm going to say this. This is a great use of a sponsor's exemption. It was entertainment on Thursday and Friday for an event that I was totally fine to tune in at 5 p.m. on a Sunday. I was sweating the cut. Uh, she played some really freaking good golf on Friday. Uh, was pushing really hard to make the cut and ended up uh falling off. She was closer than it ended up looking like, but uh, did not make it. But man, for someone that has a pretty suspect short game and a lot of str- a lot a lot, a lot of trouble uh under under nervous situations, that was a heck of a performance and a really good run, and she beat a lot of really solid players this week.
2: Amen. I will take the l on that one as well. It was a good good use of a sponsor exemption. I still don't think it was the right person to give it to or the right
0: she, year for her. Like it's not it's yeah. it's a
2: weird timing. I'm with
0: you there, but I, she it, she answered the bell. That's the that's the kind of the end of that that story.
2: Totally. Yeah, and you know, and I just don't like Lexi either, so it's That's also fair. Yeah. If she was likable it'd be such a totally different situation. Exactly. Kevin Could I mean could have gone
1: really badly, right? If yes. she goes out and shoots like 85, which seeing as how she's played in some of these performances this year, like could have very much been a possibility. Yeah. Maybe this they're wide fairways in this and just not that hard of a setup was a good kind of gamble, but man, I, I, the one thing I struggled with a little bit, was like people saying, this is going to do so much for women's golf. I actually don't think it's going to do anything for women's golf. I think it's like good for the Shriners. I think it's just sort of, you know, maybe it, it makes some three handicap out there who thinks like, Oh, I could totally kick the LPGA players ass, like have a second of pause of the, like, well, the, you know, 90th ranked LPGA player out there. Couldn't compete with the men and like a right thing. And you would absolutely like get your ass handed to you if you tried to sort of step into those same arena. But I, I just don't think that it's like a, a grow the game kind of moment. I just don't think it has, especially, you know, we're, we're like all of a sudden everybody wants to watch it. And it's like, Oh, let me log into ESPN plus and find featured groups. And like, there's no like a wider exposure to it.
2: And they put her with a couple of mules. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, Trevor were She was
0: playing with, um, no, I think it, it, again, just speaks to though, like tournaments need to try different stuff. And mm-hmm. these, expo- like these non-restricted sponsors exemptions are not taking up other people's spots. Uh, you know, when Tony Romo and Steph Curry teed up in these things, it's just good for everyone involved. It is that it is good to see how it's just intriguing to see what guys are going to shoot in huge pressure scenarios in tournament golf, which is totally different. And uh, to see how the LPGA stacks up and translates to the PGA tour is a question a lot of people have. This doesn't prove anything this doesn't disprove anything it's just uh i i don't know it's a good use of an exemption good use of interest uh because like there's just pro golf's got it especially men's pro golf's got to try
1: some shit man especially this who, who would you want to see get an exemption in, in a future
2: well i think it's strange out. a because there was an lpga event this week hmm. and, and i know it's the what about china invitational <laughs> but you know
1: i think she's just bored with lpga life she's like been doing it forever i mean i, I made a sort of crack that like it's like she's a child actor who's been on the same sitcom for 15 years, and she's just exhausted by playing that same character. So maybe, like, this is the best thing for her is to try something different. And maybe next year she'll be out there in whatever ladies live thing there is. And that's, you know, she just needs something else to motivate her because I'm not sure LPG life is doing it.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I think she's, you know, she should get – comfy over there in king abdullah economic city for sure she,
1: she seemed to handle
0: it so well though i go, always go back to like Annika's interviews about playing the colonial and i know that was different like no there hadn't been a woman and she was number one player in the world and there hadn't been a woman played a pj tour event in forever and vj did what did what he did but like she talked about it being like the most nervous by far she's ever been to ever play in any event like couldn't even feel the club uh and just like just a total train wreck on the greens that way because she was so nervous and like lexi looked like she was just playing any other tournament like it was yeah. it was a different media circus and, and, and different level of attention but um i mean she 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 really i mean she shot almost field average on friday she shot two shots below field average uh on thursday and held her own on the greens she was positive strokes yeah. game putting uh for the week um even despite short game, like the,
2: the end there where she kind of you know spit the bit on the greens there at the end but I think, if anything, it just makes it more frustrating of how she plays week-to-week week on the LPGA Tour. Yeah, And, you know, to, to your that. point, yeah, like, you know, why not, like, like what an underachiever, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe this recommits her. I mean, I did think that
1: when she got picked for I – mean, not that she didn't get picked, but she when she made that Solheim Cup team and everyone's like, man, like, is this even – why should she be still on this? I mean, you, you were pretty adamant, and I think rightfully so, TC, about – questioning like should she even accept this because she's played so badly
2: and then it turned and, into and, and so and so infrequently too that was right. the, that yeah, was yeah. the biggest
1: you know, thing. Like, like she was semi-retired essentially yeah. like going mean, maybe this is like an adam scott situation when he got picked for the president's cup and it was like it kind of returned his whole career around like was just like oh okay somebody yeah. believes in me like i'm gonna go out there and like be part of a team and and then it'll you know get
2: me right somehow mentally i don't yeah. know there's there's definitely something there though of like you know, somebody floated this on on Twitter and hey, maybe it's an awful idea, but I like, again, I don't think there's any juice with the Shriners to begin with. So maybe that's what they do every year. They pick a, they pick an LPGA player and they give them the exemption. It's a good course for it. Good time of the year for it. It's, you know, you know, especially someone who doesn't want to go over and play the Asian swing or only wants to play two or three weeks of it, you know, on the women's side, go play this week and see how you stack up. And it's, Because, like, I don't think it's bad for the LPGA game, or it's not bad for women's golf, right? It's, you know, best case, it gives you another touch point. Worst case, somebody goes out and shoots 76, 74, and it's, you know, water under the bridge, right?
0: Yeah. It it sparked, you know, the conversation. uh, DJ Pai was leading the conversation. Like, once again, why is President's Cup not a mixed PGA, LPGA uh, event? And it's, I mean... Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if we could spend 40 minutes on it. We can spend five minutes on to say it's pretty obvious. Six teams, six men, six women on each side. When you, if you want to start making up the gap of the U.S. versus the internationals on the men's side, like, hey, uh, that's going to get flipped really quickly on the women's side, and could make for a really interesting competition. Um, you can. I, I
2: think they would make more money,
0: <laughs> for sure. Like. like- like companies are lining up to sponsor women's stuff and like want to get involved in more women's stuff. And yeah, I don't know, man. It, it's, Even
2: beyond that, like just, just going over to Asia, and, like having it in Korea or yeah. Japan or places like that, the, the ratings and the, like, it would be the biggest deal in town. It would be the biggest deal in the country for like that whole season. It'd be crazy,
0: but you just can't take Taylor Pendrith's president's cup spot away
2: tc you just can't do it
1: all right sanctity <laughs> of the team Tong room. chai
0: jai d is not walking through that door <laughs> you know this um i am going to let you do the next part here tc because i know you're a big national opens guy but uh gotta let you know this episode is brought to you by can you guys guess the no laying up pro shop if you wow. have not bought from us in the past it is a great time to take a spin around the shop store.no laying up.com we got new holderness and born fall apparel we got some limited edition foot joy apparel i got that i got my shipment right behind me actually um we got head covers ladies gear towels tees socks and more uh the merch are is really pumped about the fall collections that are coming in over the next few months the restocks we just did on our best-selling quarter zips and workout t-shirts stay up to date with all the new releases be the first to know about pro shop promos and our holiday discounts by signing up for the no laying up email uh list including our monthly newsletter Visit newsletter.nolangup.com to sign up and get a free towel with your first purchase on an order over $50. That's newsletter.nolangup.com for a free NLU towel with your first purchase. Offer ends October 31st. And do not worry, the Merch Star takes your inbox very seriously and he will not blow you up with email volume. I, I could use a few more emails from the Merch Star as, as if, if I'm being honest. But um, TC, Spanish Open. I know this is a big
2: one for you. What can we say about the Spanish Open? (laughs) Matthew Pavan, the Frenchman, wins by four (laughs) over Xander Lombard. Sally, this is like one of your upgrade lists where you see like the first three letters of the guy's last name. And then <laughs> you're just
0: like, so that's just, this is my tradition. Whenever I see, whenever I see, uh, uh you know, the upgrade list, the guys that behind, I make up a story for who each guy is like Anthony, like a, a Mace. I was like, Oh, that's Anthony Mason. Of course Mason, he's bumping yeah. me out of my seat. So I always send that along to the group.
2: Yeah. So, you know, and Kim, Nathan Kimsey, Like, I'm not familiar with your game, man. Uh, Marcel Seam, Fabrizio Zanotti. Like, I know those guys. Dan Bradbury. He's an author, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah, sure. uh, Mystery author. Richard Mansell. I know he's a European tour player from England. I think he's also a race car driver. (laughs)
0: Well, huh? <laughs> be so, careful i did this once with andrew novak i said that that's a tennis player right i mean for sure and sure enough the next morning i had a twitter replies like i do have a sick forehand sure enough it was andrew <laughs> novak so he was listening so
2: um i do want to give a shout out gonzalo fernandez castano his best finish in his his national open t20 uh played well and then uh also want to give a shout out to eduardo molinari dodo finished uh, t28 minus 10 and Cleared a, a healthy twenty six thousand euros this week. So love it, and we've got yeah. the uh, this the Andalusia Open coming up this week, guys at Real Golf Club de Soto Grande. It looked like it, it allowed um, Justin Rose to do some sightseeing
1: as well. So We got to you know tour some <laughs> of the Spanish uh, sightseeing. As ended up in our chat. So <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I know you're a big China guy as well. So you want to
0: take
2: us over to the LPGA uh, TC. <laughs> I would love to. This was probably the best event of the week. I watched some of it this morning. Angel Yen got her first win over Lilia Vu. They went to a playoff. And uh it was fantastic. It was a it was a total role reversal of the Chevron uh, earlier this year where Lilia beat Angel in a playoff. And uh Angel's first First career LPGA victory, like a hundred and fifty something that. starts in. Wow!
0: Yeah. I felt I was like, that's not true. I mean, we she won that one thing that one time, right? And sure <laughs> enough, she she has not. But the main question, TC, will you denounce China? Will you denounce China right here? <laughs> I on this will. Podcast?
2: I will. I hate China. Like I can't <laughs> wow. stand them. Can't stand them. So you know, like I mean, KVV's wearing that a red pullover right now. It's it has me yeah. enraged.
1: It might be the people's pullover. <laughs> <laughs> so um <laughs> Pump no, for Angel. I mean, that's exciting yeah. she's really
0: had an awesome year she had a a, a dark period there in her game and we well, tc and i played with her what like in 2019 i think at hazeltine right before yeah. the kpmg women's pga and she's just a ball of energy she's hilarious she's so much fun to be around truly truly bombs it like that's not like oh yeah she's like long for the lpga tour like no she hits it a long way and was. Kind of just felt like, dude. It's only a matter of time before she starts taking over, and it has taken longer than I would have thought. But um, you know, has played some played some great golf at the Solheim Cup and goes on to win. Finally, we're I'm yeah. pumped for her.
2: She's she's just a delightful person. She actually came, sat down, had dinner with us right after the Tommy Roy run in at the tap tournament at right. Pebble. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and and you know what, Angel, we've been talking to her. She really, really, really wants to play in the Grant Thornton and you know, I I think they're close to finalizing all of the teams. She does not have a spot. She's dying to play in that. And I would say if you are one of the guys playing in that, you should pick her as your partner. Like she's she would be the perfect person for that setting, for that format, for that environment. She makes a ton of birdies. She's long. She's a good putter. Um like let's get her involved. Everybody with Grant Thornton, everybody down in Naples. Let's get her in that tournament
0: love that TC use this platform for good. Um, uh, live King Abdullah economic city. Uh, I refuse to call it by live Jetta. that is King Abdullah economic city Erasure. Um, what can we say about this event that hasn't already been said? Brooks Kepka wins in a playoff uh, over Taylor Gooch. TC said this over earlier Taylor Gooch made forty seven million dollars
2: from live yeah. in two seasons. Ooh, not yet not of- not counting any any you know under the table or appearance fees or bonus like that's just you Know on course earnings and and you know individual season long standings earnings. So, he won an
0: 18 million dollar bonus for winning the season long individual title, um, this year in front of I think 18 fans, uh, that were in King Update Economic <laughs> City. So,
1: it's, somehow the finances I don't, I'm not sure exactly how it's working here, but uh, um, that is as much money as Ernie Els earned in his career 49 million, just about Zach Johnson, 48 million. Bubba Watson earned 48 million. Webb Simpson, 44. So you can see why some of these dudes want to go and uh, get paid.
2: So DJ's made 47.7 total with, you know, on course with Liv, not including his his big balloon payments. Cam Smith, 30.7. Chase Kepka's made 6.5. <laughs> and he got c Kim, one, Kim's made 4.1. Um, so... This season alone, individual money won. Gooch made $35.2 million this year. Cam, 22.5. Brooks, 17.5. And this is before next week's team competition. So, mm-hmm. uh, what, what, hold on.
0: Who, what's the highest NBA salary? All right. The highest NBA salaries are uh, Steph Curry makes $53 million a year. All right. Sorry. Nikolai Jokic makes $55 million a year. Steph Curry, $53. Embiid, $53. Bradley Beal fifty, LeBron forty nine. What'd you say?
2: Gucci's total amount was total this amount over, over this year. Yeah, over two years, forty seven point four. So but this year's thirty five point two.
0: All right, There's more more names than I thought. But he'd be the twenty seventh highest paid uh, NBA player. He made more money this year than James Harden
1: on course. Uh, made for, for the 70s. He worked a lot harder than James Harden. Also has issues with China. So <laughs> she, James Harden went over to China and was calling out its the 76ers. So, okay. Love
2: it. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to my cliques. I, I, out of nowhere, top three podium finish. Blandy just playing solid golf. Wiesberger playing himself off the relegation list. <laughs> At some point, they gotta like give Blandy the the vice captaincy or a co-captaincy. Like Keimer's just not getting the job done. The cliques need new blood in there. The Majest- <laughs> the Majestics, terrible week. Can't say blood, DC. Finish. Can't say blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that. You gotta delete that tweet. You know, the Rippers were in great shape after round one and and fell off drastically. You know what? I will say, last year, I'm glad that they moved the uh, live team event back to Miami this year because they were originally going to do it in Jeddah and that was the one good event last year that I watched. I was like, you know what? Like this is fun. Like this is good golf and the team element was interesting and there was strategy and format's really good too. Yeah, it was like, all right, like this is this is cool. And so that's that's this week at Doral and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so it, there we go. You know like listen, I'm a I know I'm a D rider, you know, but you know D riders want to want to get some strange every once in a while too. <laughs>
0: I've, I've talked to Tommy Ganey. You mean, see, I'll support this. I've always said, look, I'm just like following my gut on all these things, my true interest level. And my thing with live this year has just been like, dude, you can't it, it musters no emotion from anyone, which is worse than like mustering That negative emotion like it nobody even cares to hate it anymore it is just such an unbelievable dud like i don't like i get to like saturday usually when i find out the events there's an event this week like it's a total joke total aside like they're they're claiming to do things so wildly different the tour did a video like a month ago when the roman empire thing was going around where it was like a fake reporter asking how often do you think about the roman empire and they spliced together a bunch of clips from people being like, "Yeah, I mean, it's something I think about all the time." Like, and it was, it was like, ah, oh, okay, like that's kind of funny. Like, it's, it's from you, the tour, but that's not that, not that funny, but kind of funny. Liv literally did the same exact video like a month later, the same exact premise, the same exact one. It's like you can't just rip off the bad PGA Tour social media stuff and claim you're doing something totally different. That's an aside. All that to say, like. the the team stuff truly got my attention last year of like, Oh shit, this upset's about to happen. And the format was legitimately good. It's still like extremely flawed in terms of who's playing it. And obviously the purpose of it, all that stuff. None of that has changed, but like it is, it is uh, truly catches my attention. uh, Some of the team stuff of just like very binary. This team is playing this team. There's a winner and there's a loser. Like that is a benefit of team golf. It's a lot of what I like about team golf. So I'm amen. I'm keen to see some of it as well this weekend, TC. Hey,
2: man. I think uh, other still think interesting- it's horrific
0: for the game of golf overall. Infraction of the golf world is a horrible thing. Again, all the disclaimers still apply.
2: Interestingly, this season, Siwon Kim made $1.62 million, finishing last place nearly every single week. Phil only made 2.6. Mm. That's how wow. bad Phil played this year. So He was playing too much chess. He's got to get out of the golf
0: course <laughs> and practice, man. <laughs>
2: You'd, right as of right now, the aces are still. They're in first. The crushers are in second. Torque in third. Range goats, Stinger, Fireball, Ripper, Smash down in eighth. I saw Matt Wolf was given all sorts of uh, grief towards Matt. Or sorry, cap, cap, Brooks cap, was cap, given cap. all sorts of grief towards towards um, Matt Wolf. Basically saying that, he's
1: still doing that. He's still on. Wolf. He basically I, said I that we was... only
2: have three guys on our team. Or he didn't basically say that, he did say that. <laughs> and then and then somebody asked him about brotherhood and all this stuff. And he's like, Brotherhood, what are you talking about?
1: Man, Brooks hates Matt Wolf. Well, that's a that's a delightful. I, I don't know if that's a like a WWE type work, but it's that's like the most compelling storyline for me of all of Live. Is that Brooks truly hates one of the people on his team and can't get rid of him.
2: Yeah, but you know, the team's down in eighth, and then you got the high flyers in ninth, the cliques are up at up to tenth. The Majestics are 11th, and the Ironheads are 12th. The Majestics are basically Williams
0: at this point. T.C. would have three captains. Uh, t- uh, listen, high flyers might be a ninth, but, like, again, we, we've only seen 18% of Phil's chess moves at this point. I mean, who knows what he's got cooked up for the playoffs.
2: Hopefully Keegan's coming in and, you know, <laughs> all sorts of stuff, which, I, I mean, you who knows? I, like, you know, I'm not sure if you guys saw it this week. The the Ari Emanuel was up on stage at an event and basically said, hey, he he confirmed that they have entered. They put in a bid. For whatever they're bidding on, he was pretty vague and nebulous about what it was. But um, you know, it's not a majority stake or anything like that. But you know, it remains to be seen if that's in addition to what the Saudis are putting in to dilute them and make it more palatable to U.S. lawmakers, and you know, or if it's or if it's to replace the Saudis in general. Have heard some other things through the grapevine of, you know, things have gotten a little chippy. With the framework and and between the tour and uh, the PIF, so we'll see how that develops here because it's starting to get late early, right? We've got another two and a half months, so we've got you know ten weeks, eleven weeks to hammer out a deal.
1: Seems like the whole like premise hung on like the right of first refusal, which then all of a sudden like if the if there's other investors are coming in to dilute the Saudis, what at what point do the Saudis just say like? Well, we don't want any part of this. Like we'll go back to we'll, we'll offer John Rom five hundred million. Man, like we're we're out on this. I don't quite understand why the Saudis would ever agree to be like okay. Like other investors can come in and you know dilute I, us.
0: I think uh, I'm trying to trying to piece this together right now, TC. But I think there was an announcement or a report that there the date of the deadline might get pushed back. I'm I'm pulling this up, right. Bob Herrig, uh article. A delay could be coming in the deal between the PGA Tour and Live Golfs uh backers um just because that december 31st deadline the original announcement on june 6th said that there was a december 31st deadline uh, but it's possible that it will be extended due to a bloomberg news report Um so again who knows what all that means i mean from i've not heard any positive momentum going on that deal or anything but also we didn't hear anything leading up to the deal actually getting announced uh which it's starting to all make a lot more sense, that deal getting announced without anybody knowing about it because it was just like, oh, yeah, that wasn't a real deal. Like, it was just, it was a handshake, and uh, you guys still really hadn't worked out any of the details that were very obvious questions.
2: Jay's just crushing it, man. (laughs) Truly.
0: Oh, gosh.
2: All right, speaking Um, of crushing it, we have 19 minutes left.
0: All right. Let's go. Liv did not get... Uh, The official world golf rankings announced this week that they have denied uh, their bid for world golf ranking points. Uh, Peter Dawson said the decision to not make them eligible is not political. It is entirely technical. Live players are self evidently good enough to be ranked. They're just not playing in a format. They can be ranked equitably with the other 24 tours and thousands of players trying to compete on them. Dustin Johnson, Sergio Garcia, of course they should be in the ranking. We need to find a way to get that done. I hope live can find a solution. Not so much their format, that can be dealt with through mathematical formula but the qualification and relegation. So, if you're a listener of this podcast, I don't need to do get on the soapbox and lecture again on what we've said going back I don't know how many months now of Uh, they were never going to get points, uh, despite what third leg Greg has said, but qualification is the most important aspect of this. Uh, the, the natural rollover that you see on every tour that every other tour in the world is abiding by, uh, the not extending long-term contracts to people well past their prime to join, not having a closed off system, not having guys just beat the same group of less than 50 guys week after week. There was no possible way that could work in the current system. Again, a lot of confusion as to what the OWGR is. I do think I think the OWGR should change its name. I think a lot of people are thrown off by the fact that it's called the official world golf rankings, when in reality, it is the majors and the major tours way of devising a, a qualification system. That's what it is. Everyone that's just like, yeah, the OWGR is irrelevant now, blah, blah, blah completely ignores the fact that they desperately want the points in this system because it is their qualification system. Uh, If you want to play in that system, uh, you have to qualify through their events. That's how it works. If you want to qualify for the masters in the U S open through the O W G R, you have to play in O W G R certified events. So
2: it's like, be mad at the majors. If you want to be mad at anybody, like they're the ones that are making the O W G R relevant, right? Like, like, you know, live or the O
0: W G R. Exactly. Yeah.
2: So, Sully, what would you call it?
0: I I, I got to think on that maybe a little bit more, but something about just qualification system, right? I mean that's 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 what it is. People want to think it's a power rankings, and there's that thirsty there's the thirsty rankings, whatever that the people that tweet under every one of the tweets about this about how great their rankings are. Uh, there's the data golf guys which go about it in a much more humble way of like, yeah, if you want like a power rankings of like golf achievements around the world and 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 like a strokes gain, look at all that. That all exists. It just doesn't mean anything. What means something is like the OWGR. If you want to get use your golf accomplishments to get into events, you need to play in qualified events. It needs to be against, you know, not C1 Kim and Chase Kepka and all this stuff. Like this was just so obvious from the very beginning and everyone that all the Bryson and everyone from live that is just ingenuously pretended like they've even made any real attempt. The poor Minotaur. What happened in the Minotaur? I haven't heard anything from that. Um, That's like the one year anniversary of that, but this was obviously what was going to happen despite Phil saying that this is just uh, move 6 on the chess board.
2: KVV, I would say they need to appoint Steven Ruiz to be okay. to be <laughs> in charge of, trap, bring, trap crossover of ranking here. the golfers.
1: All right. Well, you know, those uh, It's it sometimes it takes an outside voice to really come in and just, you know, shake things up TZ. So I'll I'll pass that along through inter- intermediaries and see if uh <laughs> He's up to the job. Uh, your boy, so, your boy, James Hahn got involved with it this week. He wanted Bryson he to get did. one point, uh, for winning uh live Greenbrier.
0: Uh, he's like, why can't we give him one point? It was like, all right, if, you oh, do, do we, if we answer the question, can, <laughs> you, can we move on from this? Or
2: It's funny. Uh, you know, Liv's got like their lock zone, their open zone and their drop zone. And, uh, Westwood and Keimer are both in the drop zone, but they're, they're, uh, you know, exempt from being dropped because they're captains. So James Pyatt, Jed Morgan, both, both being relegated officially,
0: which again, if your captain can't be relegated, you haven't even started the qualification process yet. Like you're still (laughs) not even close to having that part figured out again. It was never going to work. Uh, and anybody that, that, that said otherwise was just lying. It was so painfully obvious. It was always going to end
1: up this way. Well, as, as our guy big got into it a little bit with Phil, like, uh, or at least was tweeting out Phil about it. Like,
0: Hey man, if like, can if your plan, can I read yeah, that just so we people yeah. can, uh, can have an understanding of what's going on here. Um, Phil was of course crying about the conspiracy. Uh, he said, Oh, to somebody I see, I'm oh, it's to Kyle Porter. I think I see. I, see I, must, I must go step-by-step step to show how majors are protecting themselves. He says "One, OWGR points are given. Then more and more players go to live. I think he means, ODB Joe points given to live. He goes, then more and more players go to live. Then ultimately all the best players are at live. Live controls all the best players schedules. Live has leadership with players, best interests at heart. Sure. Uh, Live goes to majors and represents the players to negotiate a percentage more than 5% of revenue. Collective
1: bargaining. Collective bargaining. (laughs) Uh, Phil's a big fan.
0: (laughs) Get it. Majors must keep division for them to keep this going. Um, was his conspiracy theory here and big, uh, at big Randy NLU, a, a, a student journalist asked a great question. He said Put to
2: social media,
0: he said, pro, I find this line of reasoning compelling, but it begs an obvious question. Why not structure live to conform to OWGR stated guidelines, force their hand to grant points or lay bare their collusion, if not, and then begin executing on your timeline above. Uh, which uh, he did not get a response to that, I don't believe. But in response to El Toro 41277, (laughs) uh, Phil did say, stating facts isn't whining, and I don't care if Liv ever gets points. This is move six in a long game of chess. You won't believe moves 32 through 37. That's when it gets really good. (laughs) He also alleges the tour borrowed against their TV contract, which I I, I can't tell if that's uh, a... Again, Phil has been right on 0.6 percent of of what he said about the tour's finances. But uh, I I know I remember Tiger made reference to some kind of loan, like twelve like back during at the Hero last year. They took out a loan.
2: They did. To the I think they did set up a line of credit. The somewhere. tour quickly
0: yeah. stepped in to say you know, we didn't take out a loan. But so I don't know. I, might be worth digging in on that a little bit. Um, I I hope he's not lying about that, but you never know with Phil. But. God, we're going to get so much mileage out of that. You will not believe chess moves 32 to 37. Where, what were the capes, the high flyer capes? What move was that? Was that move like three? Or That's a great question. First, what move execute. was signing James Pyatt? Which one was that?
2: <laughs> Second, execute the cape I'm the just cape looking play to at, the, is. at the, 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 like the standings this year. Danny Lee won an event. Hold on. I'm not done with chess moves here, JC. 29. Four. I'm just – I can't wrap my head around that.
0: No longer reporting TV ratings. That's chess move number
1: four. We're going to go with that one. Uh, what else we got here? <laughs> so you're very much tempting me to make like – just to f- <laughs> make, look yes. back and see what the 32 chess moves might be. Yes, you, you, should, make, you should make out – this is only move. This is six. So seven
0: through 31 are a complete – we have no idea what they are. Hiring and the chain smokers is, is like
2: – Move wow. move nine. Hiring Dirty Mike is move ten. It's going yeah, to be. Is no, only compelling. on move
0: six, so we don't okay. know what oh. happens oh. seven through thirty one, and thirty two through thirty seven are the really good ones. The that's, really all, good that's all. That's oh. all the information we have at this point.
1: Wow. Okay. I was I was thinking that maybe we were on like twenty nine, and but like thirty two no. through thirty seven were going to be huge. No, I didn't realize we we're on move six. We're on move six. He said this is move six in a
0: long game of chess. I also don't know if he knows how chess works cuz I don't think you get to play <laughs> uh,
2: for years. I can see I can see the Kadia being involved. It's one of the moves. Yep. I could see uh Neom being involved. What
0: was what was that uh that one chess guy alleging that somebody had like a vibrator in them somewhere? <laughs> yes. Anal a, beads. Uh, yes. Anal yes. beads to help them cheat. <laughs> Who and knows what move out. that is <laughs> in the chess board? <laughs> That's Operation naughty Santa's list. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right, what else we got coming up? I do
2: think I do think that the majors, there's gonna be a big issue with cantlay and the gang, Cantler and Stefan Shoffley and other oh, other heart. various malcontents basically going after the majors and saying, like, hey, like, like we're getting a paltry percentage of your total revenues here. Like what, like, where where's the fucking money, guys? And that's I think that's boiling behind the scenes it's simmering. Here's,
0: here's where i'm ready to flip that though tc and i've thought a lot about this can't lay money thing a lot with the Ryder cup and i was like all right on the surface does it make sense like all the money that's being produced and made off this Ryder cup for the players to make some money off of it like on a simple basis yes also though all of that equity like all of that has been built up by the, everyone that's come 90 plus years before them that event is going to look the exact same whether Patrick Kentley walks onto that T-Box or not, he's not driving the value of this. Like it spits in the face. Like, I don't want to get like too high on, you know, whatever. Uh- too, too high up on a pedestal whatever you want to call it but like it spits in the face of like what the competition was supposed to be like what Seve turned the event into what all the American captains that have come before you have turned this event to and that have dedicated their lives to it and I'm kind of like that about the majors as well man like they put up a prize pool the reason it is as big as it is and there's as much interest in it is is all of the work that has gone into this before you ever put a peg in the ground to ever play the game originally like I'm sorry. You're not a value driver here. And like, people are just sick of it, man. KVV, you had an awesome call on this week. Just like, it honestly put me in a better mood of just like, dude, not all of golf has to be this shitty vibe that we've just had to put up with on repeat here. Like we kind of look to you guys as being entertainers. And like, frankly, dude, I am way more interested in other sports like right now, uh, a lot more. Um, And this is my job and I kind of have to be, but like, dude, you guys are really, really, really threatening And playing with like goodwill that has been afforded to you, and that what Tiger has basically made
1: for you. I've had enough. They're so detached from reality, they so have no fucking clue about like golf's sort of position in the world of like sports, right? Like, it's just they want to be paid like larger sports that generate massive amounts of revenue. Someone came along to sort of satiate that economic insecurity, and it's not driven by actual interest. Like, this idea that you know oh well the tv contracts are going to explode this and that like man like you you all owe that to tiger and he not walking through that door anymore and you shouldn't you should not be getting guaranteed 200 million dollar contracts like it i you want to start the exactly i had that exact same thought so i was like how about pay out some reparations to the, all those rider cuppers who came before you and actually like
2: chris riley <laughs> come <laughs> on, yeah, I mean, come on.
1: Punk, put some respect uh, on their names <laughs> <laughs> that's uh,
0: that, if, if there's money to be doled out in the Ryder Cup, it goes to people not currently playing in it, but the people that have, have grown the event into what it is. Like, that's, yeah, God, there's a million things I have, you know, problems I have with that whole thing.
2: I love it. What a miserable person.
0: Also, it's like, yeah, the USGA pays, like, the the USGA, the money they make off the US Open, like, funds golf uh, around the entire country. Could they do a better job telling the story what they're spending the money on? Sure, obviously. PJ of America, same thing. Like, obviously, there's distrust among where the Ryder Cup money is going. Like, communicate that better to the players that are driving the value of exactly what they're doing, you know, in, in this. The Masters, like, I'm sorry, like, they're just not going to change the way they do things, but go ahead, revolt if you want, and somebody's going to take your spot in the Masters and
1: they'll be totally fine. So God, every so one of those majors if the just
2: didn't invite him.
1: Yeah. Every one of those majors runs on the free like labor of volunteers. Right. And so those people have basically said like, Hey, the importance of being like, you know, involved in, in making sure this tournament goes forward is enough worth my free time to sort of dedicate to it. The idea that like, oh, well, the players like, no, 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 we deserve more like in all this too. I, I just, Look, I, I think that logically I get your argument, but as I said in my piece, like, good luck, man. You want to make that argument? Go fucking make it. And, and people are not going to love it. Yeah, hundred percent. At some more of what said,
0: are the Jaguars back?
2: I would I would say yes. I, I think really? I'm still. You know, I still have some concerns about. Uh, the pass rush is starting to get better. Trayvon Walker's playing well. Not really making a huge difference yet, but he's flashing a little bit. Josh Allen's playing playing good. Devin Lloyd's starting to come into his own. Tyson Campbell may have gotten hurt today. Um, I hurt. I
1: don't, I right, don't give him too much because yeah. we're recording an NFL okay. trap draw tomorrow. Yeah, it's yeah, we that's are. A this is just a tease. It's yeah. just a so, just a tease. So, like, I
2: saw
0: a bunch of TGL news. Hold on, I'm not. I, I got yeah, some Jags okay. takes here. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not willing to say back back. I'm still a little concerned on the offense. Like they're just. They're not the past. The, the downfield passing is just doesn't feel like a threat. And until it is, they're just like, yeah. I need to see Evan Ingram running routes down the field and not throw, get, just getting screens the whole time. Um,
2: I think Zay try, being banged up was like weirdly a big deal, like a bigger deal yeah. than we they
0: thought. They've activated Christian Kirk. That's definitely a good thing. I will say this like the schedule lines up really nice for him. Like it's, you know, they got 49ers come to town in a couple weeks. Tough turnaround with Trevor if he's injured uh, going into Thursday night against the Saints. But after the 49ers, man, it gets. It's pretty friendly. It really is. Well, they got they got Steelers before that as well. But I mean it's it I don't know. I, I'm concerned. I'm still a little concerned they had a really bad loss to the Texans a few weeks ago, but they've obviously the
2: Texans might but, be like legitimate. It might be good. good. Yeah, yeah. That's
1: that loss. Stroud is good, man. Yeah. Stroud is a good quarterback. We're gonna talk about it right. tomorrow. That's on the trap okay. draw. Download that. Yeah,
2: guys, I do want to say I watched the Notre Dame game last night. I tweeted about it a little bit. <laughs> Notre <laughs> yeah. Dame USC game. Jack Collinsworth and the Clapper. We're so fucking bad. Like, <laughs> I, like I hate Notre Dame, but like I kind, I like I like Marcus Freeman. I don't really hate Notre Dame. Like I hate Ohio State and everything, but like I legitimately feel pity, feel bad for Notre Dame fans that they have to listen to that broadcast. Like they can't even get the crowd noise right. The clapper is such a weirdo. Uh, it, it was, it was such a bad product.
1: I I it's, have never heard the Collinsworth kid on the thing, so I'm, I'm going to reserve judgment on. But I just cannot believe that like he got a gig basically because dad was, you know, in 2023, uh, like of, yeah, uh,
0: it's okay. I mean, out of respect for your one hour thing, TC, I'm going to, I'm going to throw up.
2: I guess the new head of like, (laughs) you know, like all the NBC people like legitimately just think he's good. It's crazy. It's tough. These, like, These are the same people ruining our enjoyment of golf.
0: But it's going to be saved, TC, because we have a new form of golf coming this January. <laughs> the TGL. Some more <laughs> news is trickling out. There's 19 guys announced. Sahith, Cam Young, and Keegan are announced. The facility's not built yet, by the way. Uh, they oh dear. They're,
2: they're rushing to build that. Um, and it seems, uh, it seems like a perfect environment right now to be able to, you know, as far as all the materials being plentiful and not backordered and all that <laughs> stuff. It feels, it feels like a great thing to just <laughs> hey, stand up for big arena. It.
0: The transformation that Marco Simone underwent between May and the Ryder Cup, if the Italians can right. figure that out, I trust that South Florida can figure out uh, how to get that place built.
1: But did they did they burn down Marco Simone for the insurance money, Sally? <laughs> that I, seemed like a, a story that we really needed to follow up on. Don't maybe we even need to the- follow up on it. Virtual <laughs> guarantee. I I,
0: uh, I don't even need it. Um, I don't need maybe, any more information. Maybe this. yes,
2: maybe no, maybe she <laughs> Maybe they paid the insurance money to Xander and, and Can't let <laughs> Stephen Shuffley definitely burned it down. I'm reserving judgment on TGL until I think I think
1: we need to do a longer discussion of this, Sully. I think like you've you've been talking to some people behind the scenes to get some some insight into what this might be. I think like you're a little more bullish on it than we are. You're giving me hope that it won't just be like some dumb video game screen stuff. When I was joking about Rainbow I, Road, but being I kind of hope and- it is dumb video game though. I think that okay. is best hope. Like I I, I think yeah. if
0: it's too serious uh i've heard a couple things they're kind of like okay well if that works out well that could be really fun like again if you want to watch tiger woods play golf it's going to be on a screen that's what that's just what it's going to be um and i i think there's a chance that this thing could be kind of fun based on a couple things i've heard in the last week or so i'm reserving judgment i'm not pro or against i'm pro trying something man like dude look around the golf landscape the growth has never come from like green grass golf it's just not going to like it's not going to become cheaper to do that it's not going to become cheaper to get golf clubs and golf balls and get land and maintain golf courses golf courses are still closing like crazy like it it's just not coming it's going to come from something like top golf or this uh yeah. if there's growth to be had that's just the reality
2: again i'm i'm positive i'm overall positive on it i'm optimistic on it i just like there's certain things where i'm just like cool like we're going to tie of these franchises to different cities but that's
0: <laughs> tough that's tough that's going to be something that they're going to have to really sell on and it's it, it the, some of the vibe so far is just like it's a whole lot of uh it, it, it's a lot of it's same things. A lot of things we had trouble with live like entertainment 720 of like, yeah, you keep rolling these things out. I still don't know what they are. Like you, yeah. you have these teams.
2: I don't know who's on the teams. So I, I'll probably just like will, show me and then everybody will be like, oh, this is sick. Like I want more yeah. of it instead of just like they're beating it into us. You know? Yeah. So we'll see.
1: Um, should have just co-opted the slime cup. That would have been a great opportunity to just like make all those guys play the slime cup in a weekly thing. <laughs> Ben On got suspended for taking illegal cough syrup, uh,
0: allegedly in Korea. <laughs>
1: in Korea. so he's out for three months. Uh, unfortunately, um, kind of already time already served, though, right? Like it seemed like there was barely any actual suspension. December first, I think, is when he can come back. Uh, okay. I believe,
2: so guys. That was one hour. We pretty much made it through the agenda. So I just want to give props. Okay. I do want to make. I do want to get off a couple more Ben Ben On jokes, though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Please do. <laughs> Didn't he gain cool. a bunch? Your
1: time is extended, TC, for been on did he exemption. gain
2: a bunch of distance this year?
1: He did. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: We'll, we'll I'll, double we'll, click we'll, on that potentially. Get me, get me some of that Korean cough syrup, man. I don't, I'm in. I don't. Nobody tested in my club. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, KVV, you had a fabulous written piece this week. Um, but, you know, if people haven't had a chance to read it, can you kind of take us to to what you wrote about?
1: Yeah, you know, I think uh, DG and I were just talking about, uh, you know, post-Ryder Cup, how we felt about all the, you know, sort of money stuff being just kind of hanging a, a pall over some of it. And and we were like, you know what? Like, you don't really have to, I guess, like, you don't have to think about golf in the terms of professional golf only, right? Or you can, like, find the parts of the game that actually bring you joy. And uh, I was you know, I went on a Golf Buddies trip right after the Ryder Cup, literally flew from – uh, Rome two uh to Detroit direct that's a TC middle seat ten hours in the back of uh Delta it wasn't terrible It wasn't great. Uh middle seat? I, middle seat, yeah. You know, I don't I don't live this like uh this high flying life like you, you guys. You, you can, you
2: can <laughs> buy a you can buy a non-middle seat on the I, listen, I tried.
1: I did all that I could but let's just <laughs> Let's pray for KVV next time it uh, goes overseas. But went to Forest Dunes, had a great time with some friends. We, my my buddies and I, our team won our sort of buddies cup for the first time, and it it kind of restored a little bit of my like feeling of like this is the kind of golf that uh, that most people like ninety nine point nine percent of people are are playing out there for fun with your friends. And then I came home and I watched my daughter, you know. Play in a match. uh, She's been involved in these weekly matches where they just like throw names into a hat and pair kids up. And she played against these two high schoolers, and she just balled her like face off. And I was just so proud of her, and it just made it filled me with like warmth. And I was talking to DJ like that week, and he was like, "Why don't you write like about the things that actually you saw in not only in the Ryder Cup, but in your when you came home that made you sort of feel like I actually do find a lot of joy and value in this." And I don't know. I just I didn't even really know exactly where it was going but it kind of came together and people seem to have uh resonated with it so uh i won't i won't spoil it but uh it's you know whatever it made me think like we ought to have people send in sometimes to us like what brings you joy out of golf like send me an email about that because i might just include like a a big long compilation of them sometimes of the best ones of like you know because i I had a bunch of notes unsolicited from people be like man i was just in you know on this golf trip with my dad he's 70 years old like he isn't playing like he once did, but it just brought me so much happiness to sort of remove myself from the, like, discussion weekly of, like, ifs live good or bad or should guys be paid or not. Like, I don't care, man. Like, I just want to, like, play with my friends and my family and make birdies, and I think that's a little bit a part of the essence of, like, what we still try to kind of hang on to here, right, is it's why I do stuff like Tour Sauce and do stuff like Strapped is because that's the golf that resonates with people. We're never going to, like – play augusta national right but you can play with your buddies on a wednesday and at a muni that costs 38 bucks and you can have a freaking great time and, and that's still a big part of i think our lives
0: well it's just like the pro golf world has gotten so crazy over the last two to three really since covid since golf came back from covid it's been just like non-stop and like we've had to reshift how we've done things because there's been so much golf pro golf to talk about I mean, up to that point, we were just mad about like not being enough storylines in golf. and we just screamed about that on a weekly basis, and people hated that. But like now it's like with the tides maybe going back out, like how do we reincorporate our love for the things we actually love about golf up against all these things that are like really hard to talk about on a week-to-week basis? And uh, just like watching pro golf just die this slow death has been uh, just kind of kind of crazy. So uh, we're we're open to all ideas too, as like uh, we've we've, as we've asked, like for people for fall pods, if you want to, throw in throw out topics for us that are not pro golf related we can uh definitely spend some time on that this fall because i know i'm going to get in touch with uh what i love about golf this fall that's why I, so I blew my back out this week and my dad's coming in town this week and i was looking forward to playing with him and uh it's just yeah i'm i'm, I'm ready to get back in touch with why i like golf
2: speaking of which i uh we had a great time at sweetens last weekend for a roost club championship and, and uh the the Southern California team won it all. They beat the uh, the guys from Tennessee and Kentucky, and it was like the the quality of golf being played down the stretch in the final matches was incredible. Like guys walking in putts. I posted one of the the uh, videos on our Instagram. It was it was it took me back to what I love about golf, and that's like very pointless but also meaningful competition. Yes hundred <laughs> percent that's <laughs> and, the whole thing yeah it's like the it amateur golf pursuit out the best all in people yeah. of you know friendship and camaraderie but also competition and and caring about something and then you add that team element in, of it too it's it was it was really cool so it was cool to see you know there were guys from guys flew in from the uk um there's a team flew in from vancouver and, and uh, western canada we had you know people from all over the country so it was you know good at filling up the tank
0: we do have some good, fun podcasts coming up shortly. I'm also going to be doing a little trip. I'm going down to Royal Melbourne for the Asia Pacific Amateur. Uh, a uh, just kind of, we're going to do a little video project down there for that event. Do some interviews uh, down there and explore some some fun stories. I think uh, with that one is kind of a, a tank filler, uh, if you will. Got a cool opportunity there. That more details will come down the road. But really excited to get down there uh for that one and see some see some kids from all over the world uh play at a, a championship that has a master's ticket on the line an open championship ticket on the line, and uh, a bunch of really cool opportunities there so that's gonna be really fun but
2: uh saw so your back gonna be okay getting down there
0: we'll see we'll see get you a life flat or no we're not gonna be able oh. to squeeze that i don't think but uh I don't know. We'll see. Blew out the lower back. Um, we're in PT. We got another one tomorrow morning. we'll be we'll be okay. We'll be okay. I turned a corner today. I think okay. we're gonna get there. So
1: I got some muscle relaxers I can Ooh. smuggle you. You know, from <laughs> when my back was a thing. So, you know, if you need to make a pit stop to through Baltimore on the way to to Melbourne, we can make that happen. I, Guys, I also
2: yeah. want to say, I want to put out the bad signal. If you stole Ingrid Lindblad's suitcase Ooh, at the Orlando yeah. airport. We're, we're coming for we're you. We're coming for you. You better <laughs> fucking hide. <laughs> I guess Delta put, you know, sent it in on an earlier flight and then didn't protect it and somebody absconded with it. She had air tags in it. The cops went to a house a few miles away. Uh, she's got to go to Abu Dhabi next week. Uh just you know, I feel bad for the number one amateur in the world. And, and you guys know I love Swedish number one amateurs in the world. This yes, is true. So, it's a deal. it's, most, got, it's gotta most say
1: personality club travel is becoming a nightmare I, I don't i don't know what we need we need your boy mayor pete to to do something about this tc gotta protect golfers that, that's that's this, gotta be so this wasn't list.
2: even her her golf clubs though this was just her regular just her bag pace, oh. which is which is even more you know it's more
1: offensive it's more offensive.
2: personal yeah it feels it, it feels like a violation right so,
1: slipping. They're slipping. yeah
2: so, they really so. are um and then I'm trying to think what, what I was going to say something else. Oh, the LPGA is in Korea this week. We went to that one last year. The venue is closer to Seoul. I'm looking forward to watching it on TV. Hoping all those fan, those fan clubs are out there. And full, oh hell full yeah.
0: Sung Park fan club. Stand up.
2: Yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, it's Zozo week uh, on the PGA tour side too. So there's some fun, you know, some fun PGA tour golf. that starts at like 11 PM Eastern. So cool. Great. I'd
0: say, you know, close enough to the hour. I think we did pretty well, TC. I'm proud of all of us. Um, I got my multi-view going here. We got ALCS and um, and uh, waiting all day for Sunday night on
2: the other oh, screen. Coach Dungie Maria,
0: okay. L'Oreal. We're
2: going to be here another hour. Let's
0: get out of here. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Kevin, TC, thank you very much. Thanks for everyone sent in questions. We will see you back here next week. Cheers. Peace. Crack all. Be the right
2: club. Be the right club today. Yes! I mean, that's better than most.
1: How about in? That is better than most. Better than most.
2: Expect any.